Yo, what's good? Yo, we are in episode 20. We made it to episode 20. And I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who has been here the whole time, to everybody who has even made it for one episode. This journey so far has been so cool. This has been 20 weeks long, one post every single week, something that God put on my heart to start, and I felt that I needed to make sure that I was consistent with. As a creator, there's a lot of things that I start and stop. There's a lot of things that I just express artistically and keep it moving. And there's been plenty of things that I felt like I needed to continue, but I didn't. And this felt different. I felt like I needed to make sure that I was consistent with this. And not just with this, but with everything that I feel called to. I'm here to testify that God has walked me through this whole process, even when I was tired, and every single time when I wasn't sure what to speak about, he came through. And so this is a huge accomplishment. Season two is gonna be amazing. Episode 20 marks the end of season one, and season two is starting really soon. And for season two, I plan on having guests, live conversations between me and somebody else where we discuss some of these similar topics. And if you haven't yet, and if you don't follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is at Jalen Jet Turner, J-A-L-E-N Jet Turner. And you can DM me and let me know what you want me to speak about. My email is also in this podcast bio, so just let me know. Season two will continue to be on this app, but it will also be live on YouTube. In today's episode, I felt led to speak about priorities, what we prioritize, how we come up with priorities, and the importance of them. I'm excited to get into it, so we're not going to waste any more time. Let me know what you think, and I'm excited to hear from you. But first, let's pray. Father God, I thank you so much for this week. I thank you for the person listening right now, that you have brought them here, Lord, that you love them, that you have a plan for them. And I thank you, Jesus, that you're going to speak to us today in some way, that you're going to bring understanding to our hearts, that you're going to bring peace to our minds. Father, I pray that you will let wisdom settle in our hearts, and whatever you desire to speak to us, let it be done. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's get right into this. Enjoy, and I'll see you soon. When you wake up, what's your first thought? Where does your mind go? How does your mind move? What are you drawn to? What kind of routine are you programmed in? You see, every habit that we develop has come from decision-making. In life, we're given the opportunity to make our own decisions, and our decisions set up our future. Our decisions also establish our habits. We are given the power of free will to make our own choices and to govern our lives in the way that we want to. And that can actually be a dangerous thing. How can we trust ourselves with our choices? How do we know what's right for us and what's wrong for us? How do we know if what we're doing is leading us to somewhere fulfilling? How do we know if what we're doing is what God wants us to be doing? These are all questions that we have to answer in our own hearts. It looks different for everybody, but I do believe that there's some powerful fundamentals that can help lead us to having a better understanding with this. You see, your life is set up by priorities, your first instincts, what you put over something else, how you choose to operate, when you choose to operate, what's of importance to you. Our lives are set up by how we prioritize, and oftentimes we don't prioritize in a productive manner. You see, we can prioritize even without intentionality. Setting a priority is intentional, but your heart also shows you what you prioritize. I believe one of our biggest battles as Christians is learning to prioritize God's way over our way. It's learning to trust that Jesus actually has the right answer 
that Jesus can actually lead us to something, that Jesus can actually lead us away from our sin. We learn to prioritize what God thinks about us. We learn to prioritize what we believe God is calling us to do in this earth, how to respond, and how he would like us to respond. So how would you know what to prioritize if everything is optional, if there's no good or bad or right or wrong, if you can just do whatever you want and see what happens? How would you know that you're leading yourself to a place that's actually good for you? You see, God says in Jeremiah 29:11, he says, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a future and a hope. God speaks this to a people who weren't prioritizing his way, who are leading themselves down the wrong path. He shows them that he has a plan for them and it's to prosper them, that they can trust him. God has shown all throughout the Bible how closely and how strongly he has stood by his people, how he has always brought about breakthrough, how he has always been faithful, and how his way is always ultimately the best way. And in life, we're able to experience both ways. We experience our lives when we build it and how that looks. We experience it when we're led by our sin. We experience it when we think we know best or when we put somebody else's word above God's word. And there's a constant cycle of not trusting God and coming up short. Sometimes you have to come to your end to realize that you need God. Sometimes you have to exhaust all of your options. You have to realize the emptiness of your path in order to look for God and seek for more. Sometimes you have to let yourself and your priorities lead you in circles before you acknowledge how much you need direction. And I believe this is just human. We're thinkers, we have feelings, and we go with what we feel and what we think is best. And God is showing us that we're more than just flesh. We're more than just natural beings. We're spiritual, and God is spirit. And thanks to Jesus and thanks to the Holy Spirit, we have an opportunity to be transformed by the renewing of our minds, by the redemption of Jesus' blood and his sacrifice. We can be transformed and we can be led in a new way. We can be led by the Spirit. We can be led by God and His Word rather than being directionless. For many, it's hard to trust. It's hard to trust that God actually has a better way, especially with the hardships and the pains of life, especially with the disappointments that people feel. It's hard to trust. But I'm telling you, no matter how bad it feels, no matter how bad it looks, no matter how confusing it may be to your natural mind, I'm telling you, God will always come through. He has a record of always coming through. In my own life, he has always come through, and it has not always been, and almost never been, how I thought he would. But that doesn't mean he didn't show up. You see, God has a way of doing things, and us humans have a way of doing things. The spirit and the natural are in confliction with each other. And as humans have become naturally evil and rebellious, God is trying to lead us towards transformation and freedom in him. He's saying there's another way, there's another path, and I will show you how to be effective not only in this path, but in your earthly circumstance, because my instruction comes from heaven. My direction is out of love and out of wisdom, and I will not lead you astray. God is calling us to see what he sees. God is calling us to learn intentionality with him. God is calling us to change our priorities and to change what we see to exchange our vision for his vision. One of my favorite scriptures is Revelation 12 and 11, and it says they triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. It's speaking about how the children of God, how God's people triumphed over the devil by the blood of the lamb, the freedom that's offered to us in Jesus, the sacrifice that he paid for us, and by the word of their testimony. Why is that so important? 
We can't get to triumph and we can't get to progress without the help of Jesus and without the testimony of what he's done. You see, when I share my testimony of how Jesus has helped me in my life, whether you've seen it or experienced it or not, it inspires you to understand that it's possible, to understand that there's more, to understand that Jesus really is real, to understand that he can do it for you too. Your testimony saves people. Some of the most powerful videos I see on social media are not preachers preaching, they're not in the church, they are normal people with their cell phones testifying of how they experienced Jesus in their lives. People struggling in sin, people on the brink of suicide, people who are once atheists who questioned and questioned and questioned until they came to their end and God was the only way they got through. It's people sharing what they've been through and those are the videos that hit the heart the most. It's because it's real. There's another example. It's not just, hey, believe this because you have to because it's truth. Because oftentimes that doesn't work for people. And oftentimes people, especially in the church, have driven people away because of how judgmental they come off. God is love and God has a plan for you and God loves you and he wants relationship with you. And it doesn't have to be how you've seen. It can be in your own personal way with him. And he has a standard and he will walk you through that standard and you might not feel humanly connected to it at first. But that's why we must be transformed by the renewing of our minds. We must make sacrifices. We must be willing to reach for the life that he has for us because that is where we find freedom and power. The flesh is in bondage. Our minds are in bondage. This world is in bondage and God has power over that. And it would be easy to continue in patterns that lead to destruction. It would be easy to continue searching and seeking in the wrong places. It would be easy to continue following our flesh, but we can't trust that. You know, something that came to me one day as I was praying and writing was that the flesh isn't dumb. The flesh may lead us into trouble and the flesh may lead us into the wrong decisions, but our natural human flesh isn't dumb. Our flesh is trying to fill itself, but fill itself with earthly things. So when you feel lonely, your flesh cries out for something to fill it. When you feel anger, your flesh looks for something to partner with. When you feel depressed, your flesh looks for a way to numb itself. When you feel anxious, your flesh looks for a source of peace. But all of those things can't truly fill you. They're momentary, they're temporary, but God is eternal and every good and perfect gift is from heaven and that's eternal. Jesus says, peace I give to you and peace I leave with you, but I do not give as the world gives. It also says in Isaiah 26 and 3 that God will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are stayed on him. It says in the Bible that he will give us a peace that surpasses all understanding. That is the God that we serve and that is the God that we have. It says that he loves us and he cares for us, that he collects our tears, that he thinks about us, that he has a plan, that he has a way, but we just have to trust him and allow him to fill us. We need to be filled by God's spirit so that we can truly be transformed and truly be whole. You will never find wholeness without it. You can search for years and years, but the only thing that can truly transform and fill you is the one who created you. He created you perfect, but we live in an imperfect world. But we find ourselves when we find him, when we seek him. That's when we truly find ourselves. There's so much more for you. You've been through so much, and God wants to save you some time. He's saying, trust in me, and I won't let you down. I'll restore to you the years that you feel were wasted. I will make it up to you as you walk with me, and I will show you who you truly are. God loves you. I pray that this week we can look to him 
to show us what to do and how to move, that we can prioritize praying and talking with God, that we can prioritize things that are good for us and not live randomly. I pray that we will start to meet our end with things that don't serve us, that we will no longer be in a back and forth constant struggle with sin, that we will no longer be in a back and forth constant struggle with anxiety, that we will no longer be in a back and forth constant struggle with depression, that we will start to live the free lives that we were called to live. Thanks to Jesus, our Savior. You're more than what you think, and there's more than you can ever imagine. Just keep going and keep God first. I love you guys. Take care.